to spill our spaghetti and meatballs everywhere. Yep. I'm not sure if you were even next to me. I don't remember anything. I almost ran into a tree. Greetings, one and all. Welcome to another episode of the N. Oh. Why? Why? Okay. No, you why? Why or C? I Exclamation point. It's the NOYC podcast. And as we wrap up our September episodes talking about finding fixes. So before I start, let me say that when I first thought about this subject matter, I was thinking that this is something that strikes a chord with me personally because mm-hmm. I spent the majority of my life trying to fix one thing or another on my own. to be totally honest with you guys I really thought that I was fixing problems in my life Mm -hmm. well I was sort of kinda you see all of my fixes were before I came to know Jesus as my Lord and Savior were very temporary fixes and very real problems you see I was never a me 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 type of person I I was definitely a you can do it type of person Mm -hmm. and I believe that I could fix problems with very worldly solutions Okay. I guess deep in my heart, I knew that the fixes that the world offered, like that. I guess deep in my heart. (laughs) Yes, I need to fix that. I think you just reverse, reverse. That's not the same song. Yeah, you're good. Okay. I guess deep in my heart, I knew that the fixes that the world could offer me were not long term Mm -hmm. solutions, Mm -hmm. but I stuck with them regardless. Fast forward one short year later, and I am now in the position that knowing that the best fixes to all my problems was God. Yep. So one of my ask, is God truly the Swiss army knife to all of our problems? Mm. And the answer, quite frankly, is yes. Mm-hmm. You see, God is the God of all things. There isn't a single grain of sand or a mm-hmm. single blade of grass or even a single star in the night sky that God didn't create. Mm-hmm. So who else better to be the master fixer than God? Mm-hmm. Once I began to see God for the fix to all my problems, it became like consolidating all my problems, fears, and worries into one place. Yep. It's kind of like those commercials you see, you know, take all your, your debt. Exactly. <laughs> consolidate your debt. You know, yes, we, we will basically contact everyone you owe money. <laughs> and we're going to charge you more money. <laughs> we'll you one pay. lump sum. <laughs> yeah, exactly. One lump sum. I feel like Jamie's giving a God infomercial here. I'm uncomfortable. I'm very Billy Mays right now. <laughs> okay, so in my life, in life in general, we accumulate things that need fixing at an alarming mm-hmm. rate. And if we try to do it ourselves, we quickly begin to drown in everything that needs to be fixed. Mm. Yeah. I'm sure you've all been there to a point where we feel like every time we fix one thing, two more things that need fixing arise. Without God, that becomes a never-ending battle that we simply cannot win. Either you get more things that need to be fixed or that thing just becomes really worse because you're you're just, like, avoiding it or you put the duct tape on it, like... um, 
recently, CJ and Rachel had bees in their house. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Yeah. And they had to have somebody come out. She finally has a life story to share, and you're going to say it. I know, right? Why am I not surprised? <laughs> Why are you so well, I was thinking about, like, if you would have just duct taped over no, the he, hole. No, so he did. Yeah. He put, a, he put duct tape on the hole to keep the bees inside, so that way when he went to treat them outside, they wouldn't come angry inside. Mm-hmm. Okay. But when he put the duct tape on, the only thing keeping the bees, because there was a nest this big. Mm-hmm. And so the only thing keeping them out was paint. They had ate all the drywall. Mm-hmm. Wow. So the duct tape in the end wasn't enough because... Like they threw it. They it got bigger yeah, because the solution he made more problems. Yeah, yeah. because yeah. like once he took off the duct tape, the hole just got bigger and bigger. So now we have yeah. a hole this big, yeah. and oh. now we have to have cardboard and duct tape. But <laughs> <laughs> are the bees gone? The bees are gone. Okay. Okay. Bees are gone. Right. We're good. We're good. I feel like though, like so two things. Mm-hmm. One, like back to the beginning, and, and to pick on Kevin a little bit. One, spiritually. Optimism can be an Achilles heel of a Christian. Yeah, yeah. Being an mm-hmm. optimistic person. Now, I've never been accused we know. of that. Uh, but, <laughs> but like know. that, there is two ends of the or two sides of the coin. Like you can be a person who just thinks everything's horrible and sulks through mm-hmm. life because everything the sky's falling, like everything's a tragedy. Mm-hmm. That's also not healthy. Yes. But right. it's also equally unhealthy to think you can handle it all yes. and that everything's going to be fine and you can do it attitude, like you said. Right. Yeah. Because yeah. ultimately, you don't really need. God, or mm-hmm. or you don't allow him to put you in the place where you need him. Yeah, right. exactly. So that's unhealthy. But then you were thinking like this. Is, so you you said Swiss Army knife. Yes. <laughs> I don't watch a MacGyver. And <laughs> that's one of my favorite all time shows. Yeah, though. it's the new ones. Have you seen the oh, new ones? Okay. Yeah. No, I'm old school. I know. Mm-hmm. So I'm watching the MacGyver, and like that's that's his whole gimmick. Mm-hmm. I gather. Uh, (laughs) No matter what's going on, no matter the problem, no matter what's going on, he has a Swiss Army knife and he can fix it. He can pull from any resource he sees or feels or knows is there, like literally anything, from paper clips to gum to crazy, crazy stuff. He can pull from anything and make a solution. Yeah, it's it's become, it has become known as, I'm just going to MacGyver it. Yeah, Yeah. 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 exactly. But what you're saying, which is really fascinating, God is the ultimate MacGyver. Really, he really is. But what's even fascinating, more fascinating is, like MacGyver's the real one. The, the TV show. Yeah. Like, God. <laughs> the first thing. That's all they look to be like. We're trying to figure out what you mean. Uh, the MacGyver's a real person. He has limited resources. Yes. Right, yeah. Which is what makes this show fascinating because his resources are limited. God, however, has unlimited resources. Yep. Right, yeah. So, like, not only is is he, he the Swiss Army knife, but like you said, he has every atom, mm-hmm. every molecule, every... Mm-hmm. Creation, and he doesn't have to hope it works. No, right. he knows yeah, he's yeah, always exactly. known how to put yeah. it all together and make it work. Mm-hmm. So why in the world are we trying to put band aids on our problems? <laughs> why, why, why duct tape like, on your bees? Yeah. 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 Why in the world are we trying to do his job? Yeah, duct tape on the bee hole. <laughs> <laughs> uh, why, are we, why are we doing that? Like, I don't know, and it seems so silly when you're talking like this. Yeah. But like, we all do that. Yeah. Yeah. We yeah. all yeah. have that. You know, uh, I can MacGyver it. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. I think the biggest difference is. Watching the old school MacGyver, because I don't know how to know it is. Yeah, but anyway, like it'll be a situation where he needs like a wire. So he's like getting gum right. or like a pass. Like, hey, chew on this for a minute. Right. And yeah. Okay, then he puts it. I want to smash his gum. But then he like, <laughs> puts it all together and everything. And like you said, he hopes it works. Right. Mm-hmm. Where with God, God is like, well, here's the wire you need. Right. Yeah. The exact wire you yep. need. The perfect mm-hmm. length. The perfect so everything. So the word, I love this. I, have, I use this every time I get a chance. So the word provision mm-hmm. in the Bible. So God is a God of provision. We yes. find that over and over and over, you know. Think of so many stories. So God is the God of provision. And what that means is it's a compound word. Kevin's the smartest among us, and he he still goes to school. So. <laughs> we left his so early. Right, absolutely. 
We're just starting over. Uh, but provision, it's a compound word. A compound word is two words put together to make mm-hmm. a word. So mm-hmm. what are the two words? Pro, which means before, right. and vision, which means sight. So mm-hmm. what is God? God is the God who sees before. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like you're coming on the situation, you got a problem in your life, and God's like, here's a wire. I saw this problem coming. I packed exactly. this for you. Yeah. 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 That's yes. God. Yes. Yes. And yet what do we do? We come to the situation, we're like, oh, I don't a need a wire. <laughs> I need to find a wire or like we're trying to make a wire out of gum or like we're trying to God's like I packed for Well how many times do we like he's like here's a wire I'm like I don't need a wire Why would that be helpful How would that be helpful God (laughs) It's kind of like at camp you were like why do you have an ironing board you know (laughs) You would bring that up You would yes Kevin had provision about wrinkly clothes Because I knew besides me someone else would need an ironing board Okay so once we turn to God and become saved, mm-hmm. we start our personal journey of salvation with God, guiding us, guiding us along the way. As we walk with God, he will take care of any and all problems that are simply just too much for us to handle. Mm-hmm. All that God requires from us is to love him above, uh, above all mm-hmm. else and to love our fellow man. Now that may... Did you have you or me? You don't know who cooked. I don't know. Do you have something? No. Okay, well, I'll do it. Uh, I'll have something for you. So, okay. Maybe that was you. I don't have anything. Which which takes more faith? Mm -hmm. Making a solution when you have problems in your life or trusting the God planned for that problem? Because I think I think we look at I think we look at we talked about this in Sunday school ironically I think we look at people who face a trial in their life and they like puff up their chest and bend and grin, right. grin and bear it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I said that right. Yeah. Sure. Grin and bear it, yeah. and they, they're tough guy. They're the they're the tough saint who's gonna get through it. And we look at them and we're like, you got this. They are the yeah, super they saint. Yeah. They have so got hard. it. Yeah. But really, wait, you it's said the, they are the what? They're the super saint. Like, like they're the one who's we, got it we all. Look at we them. look at them that way. Like man, oh, okay. they're not even. Like they're unmovable. They're unmovable. Okay. They're gonna, but right. really, that what takes more faith is to come humbly before God and say, you know what, God, I can't do this. Yeah. You're gonna have to do this, and right. not not in words only, not mm-hmm. doing that and then falling apart, but like truly placing mean, that yeah. problem to Him right. yep. and 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 having faith enough to believe He's got this. That mm-hmm. takes more faith. But a lot of times in church, it's the opposite that we yeah. applaud yeah. or think highly of. Well, it's because of our flesh. Our flesh wants pride. And yeah. so, like, yes. in our brains, even though we know it's pride, we're like, oh, that's good because they're, like, unmovable. They look like they're stone. Right. Like, they don't. So is it is it is it too simplistic to add for ourselves? Because I don't know about anyone on this table. I can, I, I'm the first, not the latter. Like, I don't, I would assume. Um, so would, you, would, it, would it not be logical to think whenever I approach a problem in my life and I'm like, okay, I could do X, Y, and Z, or I could do... LMNOP or QRS. <laughs> I could do these things. When I'm doing that, that should be a red flag in my mind. I've bypassed provision. Yes. I've bypassed faith because I'm trying to do this right. when God said Perfect. he will do this. Yeah. So yep. I don't know. I, I I feel like that's something we all need to do, but I think that should be something we should be on the alert for. Yes. We should yes. be prepared to. If you're working really hard to figure out a solution, you're doing yeah. it wrong. Exactly. Yeah. And, but I think also like part of it is, is that like, just because, you know, we're sinful flesh. Okay, so, like, there's, like, a small problem. Mm-hmm. And we go, 
I'm going to get this to God. Yeah. Okay? And God's like, I got you. Yeah. And he fixes the problem. He's like, oh, thank you, God, for fixing that problem. Yep. Okay? But the more serious the problem becomes. You start one cheek and it pushes you know, it like, Yeah. Well, you know, God did fix this, this, yeah. and this. Yeah. But this is kind of serious. Yeah. So, you know, I'll I'll handle this guy. Yeah. I'll handle this. Yeah. It's okay. I got this one. It's you either we I mean? don't, or we're just afraid of what the answer is going to be. So, yeah. we're trying to put it in our own hands so yeah. that we don't have to deal with the answer God wants to give us. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Like, a favorite saying I like to say is, like, God always answers. Mm-hmm. Like, there is not a time when God doesn't answer. It's just sometimes we're like, oh, so that's the answer, God. Yeah. Yeah. Well, God always gives what we need, not always what we want. Exactly. But the faith part that comes in is trusting that he knows best mm-hmm. and giving you what you need, not what you want. Yep. Exactly. It doesn't take faith when you just get what you want. Like the spoiled brat who gets everything they mm-hmm. ever want, that is fake. That's yep. not, you know what I mean? There's no faith in it. Exactly. Right. But when right. you trust God, you say, you know what? You are good, and I so I believe your decisions are good. And so if you don't give me what I want... I still believe you're good. I I think we can all look back to a time when we were, you know, younger children Mm -hmm. and our parents denied us something, Mm -hmm. you know, and we as a child or even as a young teen or a teenager, we don't understand why is, you know what I mean? Why can't I go to this party, mom? Like, you know what I mean? And then, you know, 10 years later, we look back at it and go, that makes sense. And so again, like back to that, what did mom have? Provision. provision. She yeah, saw exactly. problems at that party that yeah. she knew if you went, like she could see ahead. Mm-hmm. So not only does God provide what you need in advance, but he can also protect you mm-hmm. from what you need protected from in advance. Exactly. Yep. You know, exactly. he can see yeah. the pitfalls and the holes you're going to step mm-hmm. in and, and and take you around them. And you're like, but I wanted to go straight. And he's like, no, you need to turn left. Yeah. 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 And I think a lot of times we get frustrated when we're we have a problem and we want to try to solve it so we're like okay we can't solve it so we give it to god but then god doesn't solve it in the time that we think yeah. he should yeah. right right we well, get he, upset we're like well this should have been already handled if i was doing it i yeah. would have already oh. had this handled you know what i mean yeah, <laughs> we yeah, think like we're yeah. always, we're better than that you exactly. know what i mean like, i could have fixed this by now god yeah. i gave it to you and yeah. you know what are you doing yeah you know what i mean yeah. which you know to me is a, a big problem that yeah. people, yes. non-believers have. Yes, you know, like finding finding fixes takes time. Yes. It does. It does. But the funny thing is, it doesn't take time for God because He's yeah. known the solution from the beginning. Mm-hmm. And he knows the perfect timing of the, this. The, exactly. The, the, yes. the length of time is for our benefit mm-hmm. because we're learning something. You right. know that that trial is proving our faith, and so that mm-hmm. time is valuable. It's an ingredient that we need for that fix, yep. but we just see it as we just need the fix. Yep. Yeah. But yep. all along the time is part of the fix. Yep. Like, yes. Exactly. I, th- I think the, the the weight, like you said, builds our faith mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. If, if God just constantly gave us instantly, right. we have no faith. Right. You know yeah. well, and he would just be a genie. He'd be like, all right, God, problem. Yep. Yep. Solved. It. You know what I mean? And, yes. and then every time we'd be, you know, we'd snap faster and faster. Yeah. Right? Yeah. 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 Come on. That's come not, on. Yeah. Yeah. That's not how. Do you think that it's becoming more and more like that? I, I don't. I obviously have not lived a long, long life. Um, do you think that's more becoming more prevalent in today's world just because of it's the consumption instant, yeah. thing? Well, and we're in an instant gratification culture. Yeah. Like yes. microwave popcorn. Like well, think about well, even like your social medias are yeah. getting even shorter term. Like your TikToks the, are what? Um, like six seconds long? The, like something? The, yeah. li- the um, finally for the first time in human history mm-hmm. public service announcement yeah. mm. um, the attention span of a human has now become shorter than that of a goldfish mm. the attention I believe that sp- <laughs> see I was talking <laughs> Listen, I was like, I'm like I know where you're gonna go I think like the goldfish is seven seconds the, Actually, the adult human is like six seconds yeah, or five mm-hmm. seconds so the literally we have a shorter attention span than mm-hmm. a goldfish now that's that's obvious in TikTok and social media right. but but 
apply that spiritually. Yeah. No wonder we're snapping yeah, our fingers exactly. and, quickly, and quickly, expecting quickly. fixes now. Yeah. You and know while you're mean? reading the Bible and you're like, I'm not getting it. Yeah. Why am I not getting it? <laughs> no, right problem. Now. Like, no. It's like, have you guys seen that video of the kid? He, I, I don't know what country he's from, but he's doing this to the book. Trying to get the knowledge <laughs> in his <laughs> It's like right before a test. He's like, this. But also, I, I think that a lot of, I'm not going to say that, a lot of Christians, it's like the the bigger the problem come becomes, the more of the Bible right. we read. Yep. Right. Okay. So, you know, small problem, oh, I'm just going to read, you know what I mean? Right. Just, just the right hand. Okay. That, that's enough yeah. for the small problem. The, the problem becomes bigger and we're reading chapters. So, so, so let's take that further. Would you say that God, we, when we do that, we treat God as the spare tire. Mm-hmm. Right. When instead God should be triple A. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 He has all, like yeah. all the cars available and all the tow trucks, yes. and all the fixes. Exactly. So what I mean is at all times, Remain faithful to your membership. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't mean that in the way, but right. what I'm saying is yeah. remain faithful to him. Yeah. Not not a spare tire where you're just plugging him in as needed for problems. Right. No. Enjoy his presence at all times and, and saturate yourself and crave his righteousness. You know what I mean? Yep. Well, I think that's where like the whole thing of having content yeah. is. Like that's where you get that. Is yeah. you're not grabbing him when you need him, you have him constantly right. there. And then it's like, oh, okay. It's like if I was driving down the road and my tire blew, like you were talking about, I'd have to you know, call Jacob, call my dad, call CJ, call someone right. to come help. But if like Jacob was in the car with me or dad was in the car with me or CJ's in the car with me, I don't have to right. wait on that. He's because you have the there. fix with you. I already yeah, have exactly. the fix with me. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, that's and exactly so right. that's how you're supposed to be with God. And that's where you get that. Like, I'm not worried if I get in the car with my dad, Jacob, CJ, I'm not worried that something's going to go wrong because I know he'll have fix them. it. Yeah. 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 Well, you know what I mean? Sticking with the MacGyver's here. MacGyver's <laughs> already here. Your dad is probably the closest MacGyver. <laughs> yeah. Like CJ's like trailer park MacGyver. But Tom is like the real MacGyver. Like, <laughs> <laughs> CJ's not in the room, so I, I can't wait for you to listen to this, CJ. You're like, i fast forward to the end. Yeah, right. I think He'll just keep that part. Yeah. Um, There'll be like a black space here. Right? So, like, <laughs> technical difficulty. That's right. But <clears throat> sticking with the car theme, mm-hmm. I think that the world is fix-a-flat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. And God is a brand new right. tire. Shiny, whitewashed exactly. wheel well, yeah, tire. Exactly. With what? silver rims. Is this Lightning McQueen? Fix a flat before. No. You know what I mean? Okay. So it's like this foam that yeah. you put in your okay, so you don't know how it works. But even after you put the fix a flat in, like you've done everything, mm-hmm. there's still a part of you that's like, it could go flat. I again. should deal with that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? And then there are people who drive fix a flat around in their car or even on a spare tire. Yeah. You know, where it clearly tells you. And I think that goes back to what we've been talking about this month. I think a lot of Christians, so we, so really it's almost like levels. There are some Christians who just refuse to admit they have a problem. Yeah. Spiritu- there's no yeah. spiritual flaws here. Yeah. There, The next level would be, okay, I see I have issues. I see I have spiritual problems that need to be addressed, but I'm going to try to fix them myself. Mm-hmm. But then there are those who, I would say even beyond that is kind of what you're saying. There are people who I see I have a spiritual problem. I'm going to try to apply this fix, but it's not a permanent fix. And that's what right. we were talking about the last episode. First up, one of the episodes yeah. about having a, a permanent solution yes. that cutting out the plucking the eye, cutting the hand. It's a, it's an extreme measure mm-hmm. to make sure this doesn't happen again. And so that would be the replacing the tires, the extreme, making sure this doesn't go flat again. Right. Yeah. right, right. And so a lot of Christians spiritually lack that commitment to a permanent solution. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's expensive. It is. Well, it's also mm-hmm. not as fast. And it also hurts. Yeah. It yeah. Hurts. Yeah. Changing tires. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I thought you were trying Try to change tires with one hand and one eye. <laughs> <laughs> 
Kevin's like, I don't know what just happened. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. You guys hijacked my show. <laughs> <laughs> this is my That's a car reference. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's good. Okay, so now, lo- yeah, loving God and loving our fellow man may seem too heavy of a price for some people, and God knows that. So why God expects us to love him and others, and others, he is such a loving God that he knows we will fail him mm-hmm. a lot. Yep. And that's where Jesus comes in. Because Jesus died for all of our sins, past, present, and future. God is the ultimate fixer to any problem that we may face in life, and he wants us to always turn to him. Yep. To put this in simpler terms... God can fix anything, no matter how big or small. Imagine going to a car dealership when you're hungry. Mm-hmm. Sure, they can fix your car, but you can't get groceries here. <laughs> and God, not only does he have the groceries that you need, but he can also have the four new tires for your car that you didn't even know you needed. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay? So I think at times... People do so many things to get their fixes from drinking to eating to video games to social media or to whatever makes their problems disappear. For And for a while, the person may think they fixed the problem. Mm-hmm. Only God can fix things forever. Yep. Yep. I think one thing that I've been um, <clears throat> meditating on this week and, and, and thinking about uh, was actually listening to another podcast. Whenever we, whenever we find ourselves becoming frustrated mm-hmm. with things in this life, that root that that roots back to discontentment in Christ, mm-hmm. which is kind of what you were saying. But what you're saying is, so like, I get that flat tire. If I become frustrated over that flat tire, the reason is I've tried to make that car my satisfaction, and that yes. car let me down. Yes. And so that's kind of what you're saying here is, you know, when we're expecting to be happy because of social media mm-hmm. and suddenly there's annoying comments on there and I'm yeah. frustrated with social media. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. All of a sudden that is a cue to me. My frustration is telling me that I've placed satisfaction mm-hmm. in social media and not where it should be in Jesus. Yeah. And that goes for anything. Complaining, you know, complaining is the sure tell sign of idolatry. Mm-hmm. And so that means that when you're complaining, that's saying that you lack satisfaction in Jesus. Yep. Those should be big red flags to us. And like that applies to the fixed theme that we're talking mm-hmm. about here. Um, Jesus is the only solution, but he's also the only satisfaction. Yes. Right. And yes. to seek either elsewhere, yeah. it's going to be problematic. Well, it's just like what your dad was preaching about this morning about having your faith in somebody, in Christians, in preachers, in churches themselves, right. and they will fall flat because you're they're simple. Setting yourself up for failure. Yeah. 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 Because yeah. if you're basing your Christianity, your happiness on your church, Mm-hmm. You're doing it wrong because mm-hmm. they're they're sinful, they're flawed, yep. and the only person that's not is Jesus. Right. So so so, so back to the car. Like if you get in the car and you just bought it, you know, it's a clunker. You bought it from the used lot, mm-hmm. and and your satisfaction is in Jesus, and you're driving along and you get a flat tire. Well, you're gonna already have expected that flat yeah. tire because it is a clunker. Yeah. Like right. it's the same yeah. thing with the church. Yeah. I don't mean to compare the church no, to a clunker. Like, but somebody comes yeah, up to you, yeah, like, somebody you comes to you it. and be rude to you, or if they're, however, you're like, oh, that, that's that's what I would expect from a person yeah. who you know what? has you a did flush. That. You yeah. 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 yeah, and I remember a friend. Well, he's still alive. I haven't spoken to him in many years. But anyway, he's <laughs> a very so, good friend. He's my best friend. So it's funny because I remember one instance where someone had did something that. You know, they knew it was wrong to him. And they're like, I'm sorry. And his response was, I know you are. Okay? And I was like, wow. Like, that was, like, mind-blowing. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? But that's really the way yeah. 
the world is. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like when when people or things disappoint us, we should expect them. Yep. Right? If it wasn't rooted in God, yep. okay, we should expect yep. at some point, like no matter how long it's going good, yeah. yep. okay, it's really just setting us up for right. bigger yeah. disappointment. Yeah. And the funny thing is, the one place that will never let us down, we we act as if we expect it to let us down. Yeah. Jesus is the Ooh, only yeah. thing that doesn't let us down mm-hmm. ever. And he can't, or he wouldn't be who he is anymore. Yeah. And yet just like the faith thing, we want to take back control because we think he's going to let us yeah. down. Right. Yep. And yet all the other things that we know are of this world, the people we know are of this world, they are absolutely hundred percent going to let us down. And we're like, no, I can trust them. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. It always ends with ice cream. It always ends with ice cream. <laughs> we, we are so upside down yeah. as people. Like, we really have such a skewed view. Um, that, but but kind of like the message this morning, mm-hmm. there's so much more joy and contentment when I expect nothing less than sinful people to be sinful. Yeah. And mm-hmm. where my joy and satisfaction is in Jesus, and I love those sinful people, mm-hmm. but I expect them to be sinful. Yeah. There, there's there's satisfaction in that. There's You're 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 skipping over that pothole. You're, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Avoiding that hurt. And it's, yeah. a, it's a better way to live. It yeah. is. It was like the whole car thing. Like, I can... You know, I I had my car for roughly a year. Everything with me happened within the last past year. But anyway, mm-hmm. I've, I've had my car, and uh, my previous car was a 2006, 2007. Mm-hmm. Okay, so it had got to the point where um, I was like, okay, so summer I work at a school, so summer I was thinking like I need to get four new tires, mm-hmm. you know, on my car so I can be ready for school next year. So I went to get the four new tires, and they told me that the cradle that holds my engine was rusting. And the guy's like, I'm surprised you made it here. Yes. <laughs> you know? You're not worried about tires. Exactly, right. yeah. So I was like, well, how much did that cost? And it was like almost $2,000. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I said, like, okay, so let's put the tires thing on hold because yeah. that is more right. important. So really what I'm doing is I'm putting more money into a car, mm-hmm. okay, that really, you know, I'm putting my faith in, in all mm-hmm. these things, not once that I think like, I'm going to give this to God. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? And he's going to provide mm-hmm. for me. Mm-hmm. Okay. And, and uh, this is a, just stay tuned. Okay. <laughs> so um, eventually to make a really long story short, like one problem was another problem was mm-hmm. another problem was yeah. my, my windshield wiper stopped working and I went to the guy to fix it. And he's like, it's actually your whole computer module that shot. So I can fix your windshield wiper, but it's the module. Okay, and that's like $2,500. My goodness. Mm-hmm. And he goes, or you could just buy a new car. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm thinking like, well, of course he's going to say that. Right. He worked at a car yeah, dealership, right. you yep. know what I mean? Yep. But, you know, I realized like, yeah, this is becoming too yeah. much. Yeah. Okay, so I ended up buying a new car. Okay, so I'm thinking like, okay, I now have a new car. Mm-hmm. Okay, I fixed the problem myself. I went, made money, bought a new car. I don't have to worry about the cradle to the engine anymore. Yeah. I don't have to worry about the windshield wipers. Okay, less than like maybe five months later, the fuel pump on a new car <laughs> I bought started going out. Okay, very frustrating. I'm frustrated yep. and I'm just like at my wit's end. Okay, and as part of my testimony was, I'm driving my car, coming to Bible study, men's Bible study, mm-hmm. and my car starts acting up, okay? And I'm like, maybe I should just turn back home. You know, it's not yeah. going to make it today. I'll figure something. I mm-hmm. will figure something out. So as I start to turn my car around, you know, I get this thought, like, so who do I trust more, my car 
or God. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. And to me, that was like a huge turning point mm-hmm. to me. And I'm like, you know what? I trust God. Yep. Okay. Yep. So I'm going to turn this car around again yep. and I'm going to go to the men's Bible study. And to make this even shorter is, is that the solution to getting my car fixed was here. Yeah. Yep. You know what I mean? So because I made that simple decision to say I trust God mm-hmm. more than the car, right. it led me yep. to the solution that I needed. Yep. And I feel as though, you know, if I would have just trusted God from the beginning, I could have yep. saved a lot of money, yep. right. headache, yep. heartache, time, yep. frustration. Yep. And all that. That's a so. great illustration of faith. And I feel like that's one that we don't see a lot of times. I don't even feel like most of us even get to that point. Yeah. But I was thinking of you. I don't know if you remember this or not, but there's the story of. Oh, uh, someone's over here. Oh. I know, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Say bees again. Maybe she'll wake up. Uh, there's a story of uh, Jewish history records Moses at the Red Sea. Mm-hmm. So you got, you got the world's biggest army at your back door. Mm-hmm. And you got the world's. Reddest ocean, <laughs> <laughs> the biggest by the way. The reddest sea yeah. between a rock and a hard place, yes. like right. impossible. And so we know the story, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. But Mo, it's recorded in Jewish history. It's recorded that Moses had so much faith mm-hmm. that he believed at that point God could have lifted the mountain out of their way, yep. or God could have picked Israel up and floated them out of there. Yep. Like he had so much. He didn't know what the solution was. Mm-hmm. He had so much faith, though, that he knew God had a solution, though he didn't know the solution. And that's what you're saying is, yeah. right. regardless of the situation, our job is not to find a fix. Right. Our job is to trust the God who has the fix, yep. even when we can't see a fix. Yep. Exactly. And that's where faith comes in. Um, but then I was also thinking, um, we're just hijacking all over the place, Kevin. It's I apologize. Okay. It's so you were talking about, I love this. I just, I, I love this. So you were talking about your clunker car yeah. and how it came to a point where you had to realize pouring more money into it just wasn't wise. Like right. it wasn't worth it. Yes. Uh, that's what you call a totaled car, right? Mm-hmm. It's just not worth fixing anymore. Right. This is the spiritual application here. Each of us has a flesh. And what is the flesh? It's 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 our clunker car. Right. It's yeah. what we come with mm-hmm. default. Mm-hmm. But the problem is a lot of Christians want to fix their flesh when really the Bible tells us we're to crucify the flesh. Right. It's not yeah. worth keeping around anymore. Yep. Um, and so uh, we just came out of a series, Dead to Me. That was mm-hmm. the whole point of the series is yep. keeping around dead things. <laughs> not that I'm going to bring that back up, but here we go. Yeah. Uh, keeping around dead Hamsters. things that should be disposed of. Yep. That's the clunker car. Yep. Yes. But a lot of people think I can find satisfaction, I can find joy and contentment and happiness. If I just keep if I keep eating this ice cream, if I keep buying these clothes, if I keep getting on social media, if I take this filter on my picture, if I like just oh, all these yeah, fixes yeah, yeah. and it's like, no, the, the flesh is totaled. It's not worth investing in anymore. Yep. Right. We have to get rid of it so we can get that new body in Christ, that yes. new creation, mm-hmm. which is the, the Kia that you're talking, the car you're talking about. I didn't yeah. say what brand it was. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the car you're talking about now. Uh, but that that's a great, that's a great illustration of salvation really but i feel like a lot of us are trying to fix the wrong thing yeah there's something's not worth fixing that's that's the moral of the story there's something's just not worth fixing so like starve your body feed your spirit yeah absolutely yeah Yeah. or or as paul says murder the flesh (laughs) i don't want to scare anyone i did okay (laughs) did you were you here for the last series (laughs) (laughs) that's that's fair that's fair Hmm. do you have anything to add you guys have done you've covered it all i feel like she's like like Simon Cowell over there. Like, she's just like, she's the, judging all of us? says nothing. And then I didn't say scowl. I said oh, Simon Cowell. But he's scowling. Scowl. Scowl. Oh, yeah, he's scowling. Scowl. 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 So, yeah, the Aldi's version. Michael Scowl. <laughs> Michael. <laughs> Michael. Simon. What is it? Who are you? He's, he's a goose oh. named horse. Okay. So, Peter. <laughs> People That's were tuning in every Simon, like, this is the strangest place I've ever been. <laughs> Should we get We would have had a whole episode of No Olay. Yes, that's true. That's true. I do my part. It was a close call. I do my part. 
So really, like I just said, the whole goal is, is that we know, we should know anyway, that our flesh is the total car. Mm-hmm. It's broken. There is no saving our flesh. Mm-hmm. So instead of trying to save something that can't be fixed, why not invest in something mm-hmm. that can be fixed? Like our flesh, our, 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 the days of our flesh were numbered mm-hmm. since the day we were born. I mean, if you think about it, since you were born, your body has been slowly, though it grows, the end result is it's going to fail you. It's going to die. Well, kind of like the pastor preached this morning, all flesh is cursed. Mm -hmm. Right, If you're a person in flesh, that has been cursed. It's of this earth, and God himself has cursed it. Right. Right, exactly. First. That's what he's done. <laughs> it sounded like you were spraying whipped cream. Cherry on top. There we are. That's the no. But the flesh is cursed, and yet so many of us are trying to go against yeah. God and trying to fix up what God's cursed. It's like, no, and yeah. pour into the Spirit. Invest right. in the Spirit who, who is going to live eternally. Exactly. Um, yeah. yeah. Why invest in something that's going to die when you yeah. can choose to invest in something that's, right. that's going to last forever? Yeah. God likes Ready whip. That's that's what we learned today. Yeah, that's what, that's, that's what we learned. Olé. <laughs> but not the generic. No. Generic. Actually, you know what? I don't mind generic. I like, I like cool whip. Cool whip's okay. I like Just not miracle whip. Don't do that. Don't do that. That was a mistake. Don't do that on your desserts. That's bad. I'm surprised they don't have spray miracle whip. It's, they do? I mean, you have like the squeezy upside down bottle that's thing. That's not the same. It doesn't go. It doesn't. Yeah. No, it just ruins the sandwich. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. Miracle Whip's good true. for one thing. But it's don't the trash. put your yeah. whipped cream <laughs> on your sandwiches either. I would do that. Like a, a ham sandwich. You don't do that. Anything. Like bologna and whipped cream I sandwich. Would. <laughs> I, I would eat whipped cream on a rubber shoe. I love whipped cream. You don't like shoes. That's why I eat them. Oh. <laughs> That's why you're always scared. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to wear them if you've digested them. I don't know. Just, what a strange place this is. Oh, yeah. Who did this? Okay. Who allows this? <laughs> So, Can you please get us out of here? Okay. Well, with that, I think we'll wrap this one up. Um, thank you guys for tuning in. Hopefully you learned a thing or two. Hope you're still there. Yes, hopefully you're still there. So with that, I'm going to say bye. Bye. bye.